Hurricane Lizards and Plastic Squid is the alluring title of the latest exhibition by sculptor Louise McRae. In this show, brass, copper, alloy and enamel are manipulated in unexpected ways, including being pleated like fabric and then combined with felts that she's painted. Take a look at a gallery of her work on our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash standingroomonly. Well, Louise told me that she took the exhibition's title from a book by conservation biologist Thor Hansen, Hurricane Lizards and Plastic Squid, The Fraught and Fascinating Biology of Climate Change. It shows how animals and plants are responding and adapting to climate change. I heard Thor interviewed, um, I think Catherine Ryan interviewed him about the book when it came out, and I just was so interested in his tone and his attitude towards, um, he's a biologist obviously, but towards his research. He's coming from such a positive place. It pricked my ears up and then, of course, that incredible title and then reading the book, there's just so many wonderful stories that, you know, got this amazing positive spin on about hope and resilience and facing risk and in a resilient way and how the natural world is, is showing, kind of showing us a way forward perhaps. The process of making art for me is runs in parallel with the process of life, you know, the challenges that we have in life and everything we, you know, face in the world. I see the process of making and working with material runs absolutely in parallel. I think one of my favourite descriptions, Louise, of your work is that there is an element of punk in your practice. <laughs> Do you see that? Yeah, I definitely I take a material or a process and and mess with the order of it, flip it around and see what opportunities arise. And this enforce, forces me to use different techniques and surprising things happen as I'm kind of generating form and pushing that the material and that process to the limit to where it nearly collapses and then pulling back at the last second. And this time, I mean, you've looked at wood and concrete, all sorts of things in the past, but this time... You've got enamel, you've got alloy, you've got brass, you've got copper. Of these metals, which has been the most fun to manipulate? I guess the copper, because it's so soft. I mean, I know it's used everywhere industrially, which is, um, um, and it's often been used in sort of sculpture, you know, domestic sculpture around the place. So I was a wee bit, didn't want to use it, but once you get your hands on it, it is so soft and sort of buttery, it's rather gorgeous. Can you describe maybe one of the... Uh, brass works for us? There's an outdoor work, beaten brass, so as I beat the brass it creates these lovely fluid sort of curves and coils and things and that'll be suspended up high so it'll bounce and sing hopefully with the weather. <laughs> I like the sound, I mean it sounds like a very elaborate wind, ch- uh, wind chime. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, not, yeah, the sound probably isn't the thing, but it will happen. It's a sort of an accidental thing that's happened along the side. I make a point to avoid domestic materials. I'm always looking for materials from industry. It's kind of a way to put a thread of feminism in, into the work, being a woman working with industrial materials. Is it the material that comes first and then you experiment or do you have an idea of something that you a shape you might like to create and then you think about repurposing a non-traditional material for that? I often start with material and then see what we can do with it. I guess I have a background as a painter so I'm always pushing off from that tradition of you know a canvas on a frame with a painting on it and doing even though I'm making three-dimensional works I'm doing whatever I can you know, to flip that around and upset that thing. So the three-dimensional sculptures, like the concrete ones, they had, like, 
canvas textures on them and they were like mad paintings in three dimensions. Yeah, so we often start with the material, you know, like a bit of a magpie, get drawn to something for a reason, its colour or texture or something, and then build off from there. It's super experimental, see how it bends, folds, operates, you know, how it deals with paint and light, and then add layers of other material and see if we can, you know, get the thing to become a sum of more than the sum of its parts. At the same time, when you were preparing for this exhibition as you were hammering uh, at the materials, at the metals, you yes. were working with materials. And there's a, there is a, a designer who's a particular favourite of yours and whose influence I see in some of the works. Oh, yeah. Is it, well, it, there's a work there. It's very folded. And I realised, as I was making it, I was thinking about Izzy Miyake. And as I was working away, it was the day he died. I just was a sort of a coincidence. So beautiful designer. I mean amazing how he would take a piece of fabric it seemed like almost one piece and he'd make those incredible folded there was some trousers that he made and it was just one piece with two very simple seams and made these incredible pleated gorgeous pants well let's have a look at some of the works then that you've created using pleats i think pink lizard is that one of them yeah pink lizard it's aluminium folded aluminium and copper, beaten copper, billiard table felt and big thick industrial felt. Um, they've both been painted and these organic loops. So there's this echoing of the, the loopy felt and then the loopy metal, the hard and soft together and then the sharp creases of the aluminium contrasting with the, with the loops and then this idea of being able to see through. These works are all, because they hang out from the wall a bit, the view from the side of them is quite interesting. There's a whole world of there of, of shapes and forms and colour inside the works. How does it behave when you are trying to use it in such <laughs> a disciplined way? I mean, so much of your work is organic and freeform, but when you're making pleats from a metal, it sounds like just one of the hardest things to do. It is physical and um, there's quite a f- bit of cut fingers and <laughs> some bad language when when it gets frustrating. But each time I start with the material, it does take a while to get my skill level up. So then I can, you know, create something that's that's able to be, you know, included in a work. I mean, the first few are pretty rough and then by working and working and working, then the the shapes start to evolve and, and come together. And often I'll work on many works at once and I've got an idea that these elements are all going to make this piece, but then what happens is something doesn't get included and it ends up in another work. I, I work across many, many works at a time. As people look at the works in, in the exhibition, are you hoping that they will, I mean, they'll smile because they're, they're beautiful works and there's colour and there's joy, all of these things that you infuse into your work. But there is a message here too. I mean, in effect, are you offering us a gentle challenge, those who are interested in taking it up? Absolutely. I mean, we, we're in the midst of incredible change out there and we're not, we can't see where that's heading yet. Um, and there's a lot of fear out there. And I hope, well, I just feel like if we can lean into our resilience and our sense of curiosity, I think there is a way through, but we can't let this fear hold us back. We've got to push forward and experiment. You're really playful, aren't you? Your works are playful, but I get a sense that you are also 
playful and experimentation even an interesting failure is more fun than doing something the same way everyone else does it (laughs) (laughs) yeah well failure I just think is I mean life does that to you doesn't it um you try something get out there and you fall flat on your face something goes you know it doesn't work out like you planned but often out of that these these amazing opportunities come and you hear stories all the time of people ending up doing something that you know, they discovered that they loved, but they didn't realise that was their path. But they got there by a mistake or a failure. Collapse is one of my favourite words. Oh, really? <laughs> are, you we, going, are you going to keep working, having come this far, are you going to keep working with metals? Have you enjoyed it that much? Yeah, I really have. And I am interested in making more outdoor works. Um, and I've I've worked with... I've tried to make outdoor work before, and I've, I've made some, but the, you know the materials fail so quickly with our harsh conditions. So metal is a way to you know resolve some of that, but also they are, I don't know they just it's just the texture and the properties I guess of the material that just create so many opportunities for sort of free form, bouncy, fun, joyous pieces. Are you entirely self-taught? I mean, if you decide this time I'm going to use metals, do you teach yourself, I don't know, welding, hammering, all of those things? You just give it a crack? Yes, absolutely. I've got this, what are the processes that we need? What do I need to learn to be able to make this? And just sort of leap in there and have a go. Buy a tool, have a go, and it can often take a while. And then usually there's someone out there that's got some real skill in that area, so I pick their brains and, yeah. Just keep going until you find something. Or I'll use a technique that I've learnt on something else on a different material and that can do something unusual as well. Even your exhibition space for this time is unusual, Louise. Well, it's a beautiful space. The um, WRW is a gorgeous wee furniture business. They make this beautiful sort of mid-century influence furniture and they've taken a milking shed and have converted it into a beautiful what shall I say, Mediterranean-influenced space. It's really quite charming. Hurricane Lizards and Plastic Squid by Louise McRae opens on the 12th of November, as she mentioned, at the WRW and Co Furniture Showroom in Matakana in Tamaki Makaurau.